Hello, hello! Welcome to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 185, number 185, numero 185. How's everybody doing? Good? Welcome, amigos y amigas. Uh, welcome again. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Today I've got a really good show for you guys. Uh, Today is a little bit different. I'm excited to tell you that we've got another <laughs> IELTS survivor. <laughs> yes, and uh, this time um, we've got uh, William from Colombia. And William is going to give us a lot of tips on what to do and how to prepare for IELTS. Now, this show is a little bit different because William um, had done the academic IELTS, okay? And the last two interviews we had uh, with Eduardo and um, Carlos, the interviews were about the general IELTS, okay? So there are two um, different exams that you can do with IELTS. So if you're going to study overseas, like Australia or New Zealand or any other English-speaking country, uh, your requirement would be to do a um, academic IELTS uh, exam. So this is what William did. He came to Australia to study and um, he's going to share his experience, okay? I'm not going to give it away. Just uh, before we begin the uh, interview with William, I'd like to mention that if you are interested in coming over to Australia or New Zealand, uh, be sure to download the guide um, for migrants. So you can go to englishmadesimple.net slash guide and uh, it's an insider's guide to life in Australia written by me for migrants, for people who are planning to come to Australia or New Zealand, okay? Now, before further ado, let's jump straight into the interview with William. I've asked William to introduce himself again because we've just met for the very first time and we had a little bit of a chit chat before the interview. So I got to meet William before you did. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, William will introduce himself again and um, let's get cracking. Here we go. I'm William Marcilla. I'm a Colombian citizen who is holding at the moment a student visa here in Australia. I'm proudly one of the overseas students here who are taking part of the educational system in Australia, which okay. is really, really, really proud. It makes me really proud, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, I've been here for almost two and a half years, uh, two wonderful years that I spent in, in my entire life because I've done lots of things. I travel a lot. I've met my wife here. Yes. She's another an excellent Colombian person. And at the moment, uh, I'm on holiday from my student visa, I'm just relaxing here at home. But I have to work as many of other overseas students because they have mm -hmm. to maintain um, a very like dedicated lifestyle, which mm -hmm. remains like very stressing work days, rosters that you have to follow. Mm -hmm. But it's really good, to be honest. Mm -hmm. What did you study? Uh, what, what did you you said you came there as a student? Um, what do you study? Uh, the first visa I applied from Colombia, it was an, an general English studies. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. I've done it in an institute that is called Fusion. Fusion in English. Uh, yes, I heard they, that one. Yeah, they might change. They have. They might have changed the name to Lab. L A B. I oh, don't know. Okay. It's language across across frontiers, across borders. I can't remember the the okay. name exactly. But it was in that in that school at that school, and it was just for six months. But after that, I decided on like renew or try to get another extension of my student visa, and I finished my English studies. I've done another couple of months of general English, and I've done maybe three or four different I I don't know like English text preparations because I've done IELTS by myself. I, I did some of the, the TOEFL studies, but at the end, I just completed with PTE preparation. A PTE is the other one. Mm. Mm. So exactly. I'm curious about IELTS uh, at the moment because that's the reason I wanted to have a chat to you today. Um, okay. And then I might actually touch on the PTE because I'm, it's quite new and I haven't really... Um, I'm not really familiar with it. So let's start mm -hmm. with IELTS then. You said that you needed to do IELTS. Did you do IELTS in Colombia before you came? Or did no, you no, no, no. I, 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 I took the, the IELTS exam here in Australia. Uh, it was exactly one year ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how did and, uh, you... I have to clarify. Yeah, no, no, no worries. It's, I have to clarify that that IELTS exam was academic, which sometimes is different from other people. Because yes. we have, you know, like most of most of us know that uh, there's two types of IELTS, which is general English and or general IELTS in this case, mm -hmm. and the other one is academic, which is only focused on people who wants to, I don't know, do an undergraded under undergraded studies here in a university or do some research courses, mm -hmm. postgraduate, like master's yeah. degree or. Yeah. Yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah. I took uh, the academic IELTS because I wanted to apply for a scholarship, an Australian program, mm -hmm. which is the Endeavor, uh, Endeavor Scholarship Program. I think that that's the okay. name. Endeavor? Okay. I haven't heard of it. I'll check it out. Endeavor Scholarship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I just got the idea from one of my immigrational agents. He told me like Australia is giving some tools and some resources from some overseas students who can qualify according to some requirements, mm -hmm. of course. And one of them it was uh, academic IELTS. They asked for um, a score that it was 6.5 overall with ah, okay. bands no less than six. Ah, okay, so all disciplines, like all the reading, writing, speaking, Listening. Uh, yeah, the four of them. The four of them. They mustn't have less than six in this case. Ah, okay. But you need an overall of six point five. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So maybe two of them must be superior than that. Yes, must so, be higher. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So how did you go? Did you do it only once? How many times did you attempt to do the academic? Sur Surprisingly, I did it once. Wow. Once Whoa. and and I awesome. got yeah and I got a no an overall of seven point five. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got in listening and writing skill. No, a listening and reading skills. I got eight point five. Mm -hmm. Speaking was seven, and unfortunately, writing was six. I oh. expected to be, I expected to get higher in that skill. To be honest. Yeah. 
but I have to admit that yes. some levels in different in different countries they had must be higher, mm-hmm. and I expected that here in Australia, as it is as it is um, an English speaking country, they are going to get higher standards. So you have to follow the the rules and also the procedures that they require. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. But to be honest, um, that's a good score for just being the the first time that I take it. It's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's really a great score. I mean, you've completed it. You you actually matched all of your requirements, basically. You didn't exactly. have exactly because I've met students who do like oh, they get uh, like in this case, in your case, could be like five point five in speaking, and you need a six. Mm-hmm. You know, so for that half a point, you have to go back and do it again. You know, yeah, like, exactly. You have to do it's- the whole exam again. It's not just speaking part. If you're, you know, if that's your weakness. Yeah, uh, to be, uh, I, I have to recognize here that I've le- I've uh, listened to other transcripts and also podcasts that you have done with other IELTS survivors, and there's some things that I agree with them because mm-hmm. obviously it's frustrating that you have to invest a sum of money into into taking this exam, and you prepare so much for that. And after you receive the score, it will be really depressing for you because yes. you, you, you didn't get the, the score that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's life after all. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, sometimes you, sometimes you don't, you don't get the things that you want, mm-hmm. but the main thing is you have to persist. Yes. You have to keep going and you know that you already get the experience by failing. So that's the, that's the interesting on failure. Yes. In this case, if you try the game, you know that you are going to be prepared for that. Because the first thing that I have to share is the environment is really critical. Mm-hmm. The environment. The environment plays a major role on that. Some people prepare a lot for several weeks, several months. And wow. after they arrive there, they just, I don't know, it's like their mind gets erased <laughs> by an instant. It's instantaneous. So it's, it's really tricky. So how did you prepare for this uh, IELTS. Can you tell okay, us um, something about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that I've studied for that exam for almost, I think it's, it's, it was around six and seven months because it was one of the requirements of my visa. I got some unfortunate circumstances with the school I was enrolled mm-hmm. because obviously they have uh, some uh, assigned uh, teachers to those courses but they have to change it due to flexibility of the number of students who were enrolled to that. So mm-hmm. there was there was a time that my class my classmates they weren't more than five people. So they, in that case they have to cancel the course and we have to get moved to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was the the point that it was really interesting because I couldn't finish properly my general English course and I was forced mm-hmm. to move to IELTS score. To, to IELTS class in this case. Ah, and okay. and it, it, I, I don't want to like uh, say that it's a negative movement yes. because I have to admit that it was really positive. Some people say that when you have to move higher or further to a, a, le- a level that is quite complicated, to, it's quite complex to you, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's better because it's face, you have to face the challenge that you are uh, underestimate. So you have to get to the level of the same people 
and yeah. in this case you you have you are forced and you have to advance you have to advance like quickly quickly in this case the challenge um, mm -hmm. yeah exactly um i've been there from seven I, it was like almost six to seven months in this case um i learned how you can apply some techniques obviously Mm -hmm. uh, but most of the times I have to practice writing essays in this case. Yeah. Writing was really essential because most people had difficulties with that. Yeah. I, I, see, so it, it depends. Um, some people say that preparation here in Australia sometimes is expensive. Education is expensive to maintain. The routines, maybe because they are not they are not used to study in the same frequency or they don't like to study mm -hmm. to be honest they, they are not prone to do that yes but um, it depends it depends yeah. of on, yeah. on how on outlets yeah yeah it's, it's a really personal opinion mm -hmm. yeah and uh, re it's relative too i mean it could be expensive for some people but for some it's not expensive so how do you define what's expensive <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, so you, just so I understand, uh, so you started with one, uh, so you started at Fusion English and mm -hmm. this didn't go ahead for some reason and you, they moved you to another class. So general English class didn't move ahead. So they moved you to another class, which is high up, high, one level up. Um, and this class was all about IELTS in this class. Is that what you say? In this case, I, the first visa I applied was in Fusion, but the second visa, because I, I did an extension, it was yeah. almost one and a half year or more than one and a half. I did it in another institute. It was Explore English. They call ah, it. another yeah. institute. Okay, Explore yeah, English. Yeah, exactly. So you had to yeah, apply for a visa for that as well. Huh? So exactly, because I've been, I've been, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first one was for six, seven months in Fusion. And the second one was in Explore English for more than one and a half year. In this case, roughly more. Okay. So what yeah, did you do and in Explore Institute? Did you study? In Explore, in Explore I just finished the small, I did just a couple of months of uh, general English to complete the whole section. And after that, I did, I do, I did the, the preparation for both exams, the IELTS and the PTE. So I got knowledge like I'm very knowledgeable on both sections, but I've did, I've done a lot of preparation of IELTS, so I know both both faces in this case. Mm, okay, would you recommend now IELTS or PTE to somebody who's never done an English exam for a visa? Uh, first, it yeah. First, it depends on 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 how how skillful you are. Okay. Like because they they are very, they are really really different. Like even though the IELTS, the IELTS Institute Cambridge Cambridge has already transformed the IELTS exam into a computer-based exam because yeah. they have acquired that uh, like recently. I think it was two months ago. Yeah. Uh, they are really different. They are really different because PTE makes you uh, answer the questions quickly. They give you maximum one minute, maximum one minute to give you the answer. So it's really instantaneous. Yeah. So you have to like practice um, a very fluid English and it's really quick. Yeah. In this case, in IELTS, you have to pay attention to details because they are going to get you through a whole process. Yeah. And uh, sometimes some people like the IELTS survivors on previous podcasts, they say that it's more than techniques than just English. And I agree with that, but partially. 
Okay. Because obviously you have to get a small, a small like skills of English because you know you have to get idea of the grammar. Mm-hmm. You have to get a small range of vocabulary, and also you hope you know you 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 have to to know about pronunciation and how to get used to different collocations and idioms. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, like people say that they are speaking in English, but they are not getting or not being understood. And that's the main problem. Mm-hmm. That's the main problem, yeah. And uh, especially, as you, as you mentioned, you touched on, you have to know, okay, pronunciation, but you also need to know the everyday conversational English, like phrasal verbs. Maybe you might, mm-hmm. you might need to use those, uh, some expressions that uh, native speakers use um, mm-hmm. on a daily basis, or, and some idioms, as you mentioned, or collocations as well. The other thing that they are similar between them is obviously they they handle or they manage academic formal language in this case. So they are really formal. So sometimes you are not expected to cover some of these uh, popular idioms. So you instead of say like they might in this case they prefer to say like good morning how like in a really polite way in mm-hmm. this case because you have to be safe. Sometimes people say that. Uh, even though you are getting in a really fluent and like close conversation with your examiner, it is better if you stay in a formal way because you have to show like that kind of respect and attention that they deserve in mm-hmm. this case. That's a really mm-hmm. good point. Yeah. And yeah, especially for the academic IELTS, you have to show that you're formal um, and in your writing as well. And when you go to university or any study, actually, they, you, you can't use slang. Like you can use slang with your friends, but not the slang words in your exam. Um, or, yeah, so it's a good point. Very good point there. Um, so, so for you, the most difficult part of IELTS was the writing part, but at least you got that part. You didn't actually fail or got a lower than six uh, as, you, as you needed. Um, I want to ask you another question, William. And you're doing very well. You're very... Um, you know, I can just pass the mic over to you and you just finish the interview. You can just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, uh, I've got like plenty of materials and sources, advices that I want to share. Obviously, okay. we are limited by our time that we have. But to be honest, like I'm always open to different, this, this kind of discussion. So mm-hmm. if for example, in a sooner future, we got another... Uh, this another kind of conversation like this one i'm more than pleased to help to be honest okay awesome that's good to know thanks uh, thanks william i will definitely ask you to come back <laughs> of course. can you like um share maybe tips for uh, i don't know for you was uh, reading was easy right and listening was easy um how did you yes. actually learn english can i ask you because you're very fluent and um yeah, and only two years in Australia. Did you live anywhere else outside of Australia? I mean, in an English-speaking country or just... No, not really. Not really. To be uh, Honestly, this was my first overseas flight. Like, oh, wow. As soon as I, yeah, as soon as I arrived to United States, was uh, really complicated because obviously I arrived to Atlanta and some friends of mine told me that Atlanta is one of the biggest communities with uh, Afro-descendants people or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I remember that the first person I've met that he was an English speaker was um, uh, was, a, was a girl who was mm-hmm. trying to like speak to me in that 
like really familiar way with so many slangs that ah, it was yeah. really really complicated to me to learn English at that way or try to understand what what the, what she was saying. Mm -hmm. um, the, the only way that I got that because I I have to admit I got a small level of English. I knew how to read and how to write some simple ways, mm -hmm. but it was I wasn't like pretty confident with my speaking. To be honest, I've learned how to speak properly here in in Australia. Because oh, I have to face the challenge. I have to, I have to understand that you are living here in an English-speaking environment, and you are constantly like uh, interacting with different kind of sources that like impulses you to speak in English. So that's really important. Yeah. You know, um, keep going. And so when I was, yeah, and when, I, when when I was in at the airport, I remember that I got a small like a small notebook with a pencil, and I tried to write instead of speak so i say how do i get to the airport because i don't know to speak so yeah i try to like uh, apologize myself for that yes. but and lots of people were laughing at me like the, the, it was really <laughs> funny but that was the only um, efficient way to yeah. communicate what about uh -huh. google translator did you use that or not Are no you... I, i i didn't i didn't have uh, a really good mobile phone okay. and, and i didn't yeah i didn't have like that yeah. such equipment that I've got and nowadays mm -hmm. so I have to just try yes. to depend and survive by myself yes. with that that was uh, your first survival skill <laughs> your, yeah. your first survival skill you had to resort back to the old ancient uh, days you know when they had to write things on paper <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. that, uh, that so thing. well you've touched on Australia and I really want to talk to you about uh, your experience in Australia Uh, so when you came to Australia, did you arrive uh, in Melbourne or did you live somewhere else first? Um, I arrived first to Sydney, okay. but I had to take almost an immediate flight to Melbourne. Ah, uh, yeah, so okay, that's right. It, I, I, yeah, I, I've stayed almost my whole stay here in Melbourne mm -hmm. in different and places, <laughs> but it was really, it has been really, really nice. Yeah, and what was the most difficult for you when you arrived uh, to Australia? Okay, forget about Sydney because you had to come to Melbourne. Mm -hmm. What uh, can you remember? Okay, when you landed, uh, did you have accommodation organized? Uh, what did you have to do next? Uh, can you walk me a little bit to that through that process? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, when I arrived to uh, Melbourne, unfortunately, I got um. I remember that one of my relatives was living here. She was doing um, an also um, an English course, and she was living in a in an apartment complex in Lonsdale in the CBD. Uh -huh. So she spoke with her like her roomie or something, and they tried to organize a small space where I can stay for a while. Okay. After almost one month they decided that one person was moving out from that place and they gave me the space. Okay. Oh, so you, so had, uh, you knew somebody, you were able to find accommodation easily in that, uh, that way? Yeah, I was, I was lucky, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, you are lucky. Did you uh, just uh, stick with the Latino community, like with Colombian community? Uh, did you tend to speak with them first before you were going out and speaking English with everyone? Um. Actually, I at the moment I have to depend on so much on Latin American um, community because obviously, if you have to try to 
in this case, try to survive not, is not the word that no. I'm looking for. Yeah, because obviously, like, not all of them, but most over, overseas students have to face that they have to pay some educational fees and they have to yeah. obviously get a job in this case. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier for you if you try to get in, a, in the same community that you came from. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so in this case, mm -hmm. exactly. So in this case, I had to move through the Colombian community yeah. in this case first. But as, as soon as I got um, like a fig, no, in this case, it's like a full-time job. I started to move like outside my comfort zone. So at the moment I'm working in a, in a hotel, I am a cleaning supervisor. Mm -hmm. And my, like the whole staff, the whole building staff who's working there, they don't have, they don't speak Spanish. Okay. All right. So you have to speak in English, obviously. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're forced again. You like these situations where you're forced and challenged to, uh, yeah. to advance. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Good. And, Yeah, and, and also uh, other thing that I for I forget to say about this, for example, about IELTS that okay. I could uh, like I could connect with this uh, Australian lifestyle is um, obviously every person has a different way to to learn English in this case. Mm -hmm. Some people prefer the old traditional way, the old the like the old school way mm -hmm. that you have to take books and notebooks and try to make notes, practice, doing again, like three, three tries, fourfold, any, anyway, as much as you are like, you will be pleased or happy in this case. Yeah. But uh, I have to like recommend everyone, like our listeners in this case, mm -hmm. that you have to get a suitable way for you that you can enjoy. For example, I remember that some people say that it's better for you to practice listening if you listen to music, obviously. Mm -hmm. But some people say try to get TED with they have podcasts with transcripts mm -hmm. that you have you can you can compare and share if you are getting the right vocabulary or you are you, if you are understanding the idea. Some people say no, it's not enough. So you go to like you buy the Netflix account and you start watching movies and try to get the idea. So that's a, a good way. In my opinion, in my opinion, I'm a really video gamer playing. <laughs> I'm a fan of video games, to be honest. Fair enough. I have my, my own PS4 here. And one of the ways that I try to practice every day is just trying to connect with some people through multiplayer online games, which is okay. really good. Mm -hmm. I've, I share moments with l people from London, from, um, from Germany as well. Mm -hmm. I have some friends from France and every time we are speaking on English. Okay. So through video games, that's interesting. I did not mm -hmm. think of that. Maybe because I don't play video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe the yeah, last but... video game I was playing, what was it? Um, Tetris, I think. Tetris, the blocks is coming. Yeah. Yeah. The blocks falling down and trying blocks, to organize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun for me. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, that's cool. Um, so back to Australia, uh, just to finish up because I, I don't want to take too much of your time. What do you think about Australia? What do you think about Australia? Do you like it? Do you recommend, would you recommend it to your friends? Um, there's some positive and negative points about Australia. Mm -hmm. I think more positive than negative. When I was in Colombia, I couldn't um, try, I couldn't decide which which country was the best, like in order to 
and like in terms of uh, English levels, because obviously there are different ranges of accents in English, mm -hmm. and they are quite similar, but obviously they have slightly differences. So I, the only thing that motivates me to decide like, Australia is my country in this case to get my English studies. It was because it's um, it's a strange because it's not common. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people people from Colombia they say if you are going to learn English you have to move to United States or you have to move to United Kingdom or you have to go to Malta for example. There are some yeah. I have some friends in Malta they are living there for yeah. some reason they are learning English but anyway I don't know if they speak English in there but. Whereabouts, sorry, whereabouts in Germany? No, in, in Malta. It's a small oh, country. Oh, small... Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it. Malta, mm -hmm. but they speak Arab there. In Yeah, I don't know, but they, they told me that they, okay. they are learning English there. It's really, it's really awkward, but okay. anyway. Maybe, maybe uh, schools, they have schools in English. Hmm. Yeah, um, so I decided because it, it, was, it was in common. Obviously, there are, there are lots, of, like it's a, there's a big community here of Colombian people. To be honest, okay. it's like the second one behind of Brazil, I think. Yes. And um, obviously, I decided because is it far, so it's a real challenge because you are get, like you have to you have to invest in this case. You have you are going to be far away from home. You are not that likely to visit your family, your relatives. You have to yes. work a lot, but it's really it's a really worth opportunity that you have to to face and you have to leave. The negative ones is obviously it's, some, it's quite expensive, but if you are lucky and you are persistent and you try the things that you are planned to do here, you can achieve them. Yes, it's possible to so, achieve those. Yeah. So, so the first, the, like the, the most important advice is don't get depressed for anything. <laughs> this case. Because that. obviously, obviously everyone is, di everyone is different. Everyone has their own qualities. If some people fail one, two, three times doing that, you have to persist because it's your own challenge. It's your own aim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's your goal. It's your yeah. goal. Yeah. If you if, if you are if you are interested in something, you have to try it as as much as you can. Okay. And also diversify your options. That's the reason why I say. For example, in my opinion, if I am not able to get I, my perfect IELTS score mm -hmm. that I wanted, mm -hmm. I have to try it through other ways, alternative ways. So in that case was the, the PTE. But obviously, if I can apply for both exams, I do it. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's a, a real option for me. I, I'll take it. Yeah, you, you would uh, try IELTS, TOEFL, PTE, anything possible, really. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. And uh, you know all the money that you invested in coming to Australia, you basically paid yourself back, didn't you, by working in Australia? Yep. You mm -hmm. got a return on investment. So some of yeah, the exactly. advantages, some people might think, oh yeah, it's expensive to travel to Australia or it's expensive to get a visa. But once you're in Australia, you start working and you start earning different money. You know, you don't earn five dollars an hour where you were before. <laughs> You know, you earn twenty dollars an hour, so you get you get your money back basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the the main thing is obviously we are concerned because sometimes you have to get debts because of that, yes. or maybe financial yeah. support that mm -hmm. maybe you are That's not right. getting used to. So it's it's really you you have to question yourself a lot in this mm -hmm. case. 
because it's obviously um, an investment that you have to decide with some time. Mm -hmm. You have to decide, or not also you, but your family as well. Yes, it will affect. And uh, but it's more it's most like a personal challenge because obviously, if you are from a really different environment or culture, in this case, mm -hmm. uh, you have to adjust and try to interact quickly. Mm -hmm. because obviously the, the environment is not going to wait for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you have to try to move and try to persist and trying to improve as much as you can on as quicker as you can yeah. in this case. But obviously, uh, I, I have to admit, it's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I am a real example, a live example of that. Yes. So, yeah, I've got a, a really good job. Unfortunately, I have to leave it in almost one month. Because I'm moving away to Tasmania. Oh wow! I'm, going, yeah. I'm, I'm moving to Tassiland. So, <laughs> how long are so, you going to stay in Tasmania? I think for almost two years more because okay. I will I will be doing a diploma of leadership and management. Mm -hmm. I'm planning on like my experience has been so nice here mm -hmm. that I'm considering with my wife, with my partner, yes. to try yes. to get further um, options of residency. Yes. No, so I have cool. to do I have to do another important movements in my immigration. Yes. So yeah. No, but good. obviously I, 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 I yeah exactly. So at the moment I, I as I told you as I mentioned mm -hmm. I just done the the IELTS I just taken the IELTS exam because of the scholarship. But I have to do it. I must do it maybe this year at the end or yes. at the beginning of next year to to try to prove myself again in order to get the score that I needed for the permanent resident process yes. as well. Mm, mm -hmm. The permanent residence is your next challenge. Mm. Exactly. Good. Well, thanks, William. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Uh, do you want to say hello to anybody out there who's listening? Uh, okay, yeah, of course. Uh, I would like to thank you, in this case, for the opportunity to to get this interview as and, and also I take the chance to invite you for like as many opportunities that we have in the future because I got like really really good materials and tips that I want to share with you and um, also I want to like I have to not not apologize in this case it's more like say Thank you to everyone who was able to come here to my birthday, which was last week. Ah, okay. Uh, it Happy was really, birthday. It was, <laughs> thank you so much. It was really special. Um, obviously, to all those um, Latin American and also Australian community who are living here as citizens, mm -hmm. permanent residents, overseas students, like we are almost in a brotherhood. Yes. Like oh, a multicultural, multicultural country. So it's really interesting that I have the chance and the opportunity to live here. I want to thank you also to the Australian de Department, Australian <laughs> government, because they gave me the opportunity. Yes. And, um, and also, um, no, I, I have plenty of things that I want to share with you, with my family as well, as soon as yes. I arrive to Colombia for holiday. But it will be for next time, of course. Uh, next time. That's cool. No worries. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, William. And no, no, I wish you all the best in Tasmania. I wish everything goes well with Visa as well. So, yeah, we'll yeah, keep in touch. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, we just applied for the Visa a few weeks ago. So we are just waiting for the response, for the answer of the Australian Department. 
Awesome. And all the best for this for this for this yeah. new project. Really good that the toes crossed for you. Fingers yeah, and exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I have to thank you for this uh, amazing amazing project that you are doing. Mm. It's it's really it's really good. It helps a lot of people, and I'll try to expand your horizons as well. <laughs> so I'll I'll share with this with everyone that I I yeah. met here this information as well. Thank you so much for the opportunity and I'm looking forward for the next the next chance that we have to chat again. And there we have it boys and girls. There we have it. That was our chat with William. So I hope you enjoyed that chat. I hope you got uh, some ideas from William, some good tips. He did share a lot. Uh, I was really surprised when he said that he uh, learned English through video games, playing video games. And I'm like, hmm, I remember when I used to play video games. That was long, long, long time ago. We didn't even have internet at that time. <laughs> anyway, so it is a really good tip. Uh, now you can actually play video games and talk to people at the same time around the world. Uh, and th- this is how William learned uh, English. Uh, it's a really, really good tip. And I love it how he said that uh, he always looks forward to challenges. He just loves a challenge, William. He does. Another thing that uh, William mentioned is that, you know, he, he shared his journey. He shared his journey how he moved from Colombia, you know, and he had to go through the US and then, you know, it's a long trip to get to Australia. It's far away. And it's uh, something that uh, his peers in Colombia don't think about. Um, It's not a place to to go and study English. You know, they usually think about going to United States to to learn English. But uh, William wanted a challenge. He really wanted the challenge and he decided, no, he's going to go to Australia and travel, I don't know how many hours traveling by plane uh, to come and study English. Um, So if you are thinking of uh, moving to Australia, think about that story from William. Uh, Think about that story because uh, it is possible, okay? And this is exactly what William said. I'm going to repeat what he said. If this story resonates with you, please know that it is not impossible to um, move to another country and learn English. It is not impossible. These were the words spoken by William, okay? Great. I really enjoyed that chat with William. I hope you guys did. And uh, that kind of sums up the whole month of IELTS, okay? William was the last survivor of IELTS. (laughs) All right. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I'll catch you next time. You've been jamming with Milena and William. You've been an amazing audience as usual. Until next time, hasta la próxima.